we're going to discuss early activation, the concept of what it is, and the damage that it does. Hashem created the world that a person starts off when he's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, has no idea about sexuality, has no idea about anything in that area. It's completely, he can look at things and he doesn't see it, right? Like, go to an amusement park and a girl who's not sneistic walks by, and for a 15-year-old, it's a big Nisayan, from 15 till 100, right? But for the 10-year-old or the 9-year-old, completely oblivious. It's amazing. It's, it's an incredible thing. He's seeing the same thing that to somebody older is a huge Nisayan and can get in his mind and he can struggle with it. And for a young, innocent child, it's meaningless. But by the time a person is 15, 16, 17, they used to get married, they used to have families, Hashem wants you to be able to procreate so Hashem made it in His wisdom that after a certain age, the normal mind starts to mature. The mind starts to look for information that it is searching for. Everyone matures and opens that door at his own, his own age, a little earlier, a little later. But at some point, the mind it opens the door and is looking for information. Again, the mind is looking for it, not that the information comes to the mind before you're looking for it. You mature. You open up your mind a little bit, you start noticing things. Everybody has that thing, they start noticing things, and they start noticing more and more and more. Forget about it, they get busy with their lives. A few months later, it's like a gnawing thing, it comes back, and hey, what's going on here? What's happening here? And then eventually, in a normal way, you kind of figure out what's going on. And as you get older, then you become more uh, open to understanding sexuality, and, and, or at least acknowledging that it exists. Okay, you, you become attracted to the opposite sex. It's something that you want. That's normal. That's, that's what we want our kids to be, healthy, normal kids. Okay? And then kids can struggle with you know, that, that maturation process where they're doing things which maybe they feel guilty about or they feel they know is inappropriate and they don't know how to deal with that. Okay, but that's normal. Okay. What happens when a child is below the age where his mind is looking for this sexuality and it is brought to him either by somebody touching him or by somebody having him touch him, right? Or by looking at pornography or by looking at anything that the mind is not looking for. Any information that the mind is not ready, it's not looking for, means it's not mature enough, it's not able to grasp. So the door is closed to this thing. This nine-year-old kid could probably go swimming in a mixed pool and it's nothing to him, right? Certainly a younger kid. And then at a certain point, he will start to notice things. It'll start becoming, and then the mind needs information and looks for it and finds it and processes it. But if you get information that you're not ready to process, that is called early activation. That is a shock. That is a trauma. It is a real trauma to the brain. And especially to a boy, it can throw you into a world that you're not ready to be in and, and when you get thrown in into a severe way, you drown. Okay? Now what happens is that when a boy is not ready, or a girl, is not ready for that, and it depends how far it goes, but if the more, the more information they see, okay, or the more that they're involved with, what happens is they also, getting involved with the subject, flicks the switches that were off into on before the mind can be ready for it. So you'll have young kids who are now physically 
looking for and needing things that he wasn't ready for to comprehend. So there's no sense in it. So you'll have kids that are doing things, crazy things, at young ages because they're, it, it, it's a shock to the system and now they're turned on, okay, at 10 or at 9 or at 11, okay, and they're, they're doing all kinds of things that Bakram do or girls do when they're older and without, it's not once a week or it's not, no, there's no normalcy to it because the, the, the mind and the body is in shock. That is a trauma. The kid feels dirty, disgusting, like a freak, okay, and then he goes to learn and, and he, first of all, he can't be macabre any tire, and he can't focus. And then it's all like a bunch of rules. It's all like a bunch of, like, uh, your mind is somewhere else because you feel dirty, you feel disgusting, you feel depressed, you feel like you're evil and you're weird. A lot of these kids have told me that they do this kind of stuff with themselves four times a day. Okay? They feel it's out of control because the switch got flicked early. An early activation itself, besides for the trauma that brought them to be activated early, that itself is a rape. That itself is a trauma. That the boy's mind or the girl's mind is raped. They're brought into a world that they're drowning in, and it's not a little soft, kind world. Because once they're in that world, especially the ones that really end up, let's say, God forbid, raped or molested severely or... Or, or played with, or someone's really, really doing advanced stuff with them, or watching pornography. So a kid who's 10 years old, who watches pornography, it's like, you're ju- you ju- that would shock even a 15-year-old normal person, or an 18-year-old. It might even shock some married people. In the good old days, when we used to be nice and naive, right, a nice, even a guy, right, I went to, to the town of Mezhbish in Ukraine 10 years ago, and the women are walking around sneistic. Forget about a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago. There was a certain. There was something called um, being normal. Um, you know, having a little bit of self-respect. You know, n- now if 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 in, in the Gaisha world, if you if you don't have sex before you're married, you're like a freak. Mm-hmm. It's like something wrong with you. Okay, so the college is partying and all of that, but there used to be something normal. And if you would have gone until. 50 years ago or 40 years ago or maybe even 30 years ago and shown pornography even to a married couple they would be offended it would be horrific it would be like a really big shock even though they're sexually active they could be doing it but not 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 like that Mm -hmm. and not not so different people and different this and all the it's the whole thing is not and it's so far into especially jewish values okay and now you have a kid who's 10 years old who it's not that he's 20 and he's married or he knows what it is. He's completely shocked and he's seeing stuff which is so completely outrageous that his mind literally goes crazy. And it takes over his mind day and night. And then he feels guilty. And then he feels bad. And then he feels dirty. And then he feels, again, a lot of feelings. There's another problem. When you're normal and you start to develop sexually, Hashem created in the Bria a natural a natural attraction to the opposite sex, okay? And a boy feels, as he gets naturally, as the whole parsha of sexuality comes into his life at 13, 14, 15, whenever it is, it's directly towards women. And therefore, it's built, a wall is built that he's not, it's the opposite. He's offended by by the idea of kissing a, a man or a boy. But when the child's brain did not develop yet 
and he's thrown into this world, then he loses also the... Because it wasn't that he was looking for it. It was put on him. So he loses the definition of that I want to kiss a girl and not a boy. He doesn't have that yet because he didn't... It's not shot that it developed towards a woman. None of this developed. So it's no difference to him. There's no difference to him if it's a boy or if it's a girl. The same way that the sexual attraction towards the woman did not develop, the sexual unattraction and disgust towards a, a same sex also did not develop. So this whole thing is an undeveloped brain not looking or being able to be civil to be able to comprehend even the information. His mind is thrown into overdrive. Okay, He's repulsed by it, he's shocked by it, and he needs it and he wants it. And then his body... His body reacts to it, and now you have a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old, okay, responding like an adult to the world. And he looks at himself that he's sick, and he's a freak, and he is. And then, especially, let's say, by the chassidim, then they go to the mikvah. So you have 30 boys in the mikvah. To him, he feels attracted to these things. He's looking at parts and things, and he's, it's like as if you take a man and you tell him to go to the mikvah with 30 women. You can't concentrate. You can't go to camp. You can't go swimming. One guy in a pool with 30, 30 girls. How could you concentrate? His whole life is that way. Because everything is about, about physical and sexual and attraction. And there's no line anymore. They don't know, am I straight? Am I gay? Is it right? Is it wrong? The whole thing is wrong. And he's embarrassed. And he's suffering. And it's all by himself. Because he does not share this with anybody. Because he can't. So he's under a tremendous amount of stress. A tremendous amount. Your kid, it's like he got hit by a truck and nobody knows. And everybody says the next day, let's get up, let's go daven. Why aren't you this? Why aren't you that? And he's, it's so painful. I don't think I can give over how painful it is to the confused mind. Your mind is confused. You don't care right now if a shar hit a bar or a para and if he paid tashlumim or you paid double or you have a knas. And you don't care about cleaning up of yourself. You're in pain. You're in trauma. Plus, you're also actively seeking more material. When can I get on the internet next? Where can I download this? Where can I download that? And on top of that, your body needs it. So you have a 10-year-old who needs to do things that an adult needs to do. His adult needs, but they're out of control. I have many, many, many of the Bachram who have opened up to me, who have been on the street and drug addicts and all of that, have suffered from early activation, and they are playing with themselves four times a day because it's out of whack. And that didn't start when they were 16 or 18. It started when they were activated. When the engines got flipped up and the, the F-16 is taking off, but you're just a little kid and your innocence is gone. Once you've seen porn, and I don't want to get graphic here, but once you've seen that level of stuff, there's no tznius, there's no normalcy. Yeah, big deal, you have a mechitza in, 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 in your shul, big deal, you can't go to the lady section. He's already seen thousands of women naked. He's already seen every adult thing that's possible. He's seen the end, he's seen too much. It's not like he saw a television show, which is a little not appropriate, or not even like he saw a Raider R movie, which is extremely not appropriate. It's way past that. It's a shock to even, even a normal guy until 20 years ago would be shocked. Yes? Moshe has said to me, you might think I want to see porn anymore. I've seen everything already. I'm not looking at porn anymore. Okay. So at 15, he's already trying to get off of that. But you have to understand that the damage was done to his system. Right. So at 15, he's already wants to get off of porn. It reminds me of the story of this uh, in Israel. You know, all the little kids smoke. So this guy goes out to have a cigarette, and he goes, he sees a 12-year-old kid, and he says, ah, kid, you want a cigarette? He says, nah, I quit already. 
<laughs> They're already quitting by 12. So Baruch Hashem, your son is already quitting at 15. He's already like, That's I'm past says. that. But here's the problem. The damage done from 10, 11, 12 years old, you have to understand, it's long-term damage. You can't erase that. He suffered through those years and was not plugging into... And then what happens is all of a sudden comes the Bar Mitzvah and we start putting holy tefillin on you. And we start explaining to him, which we should, right, that we're going to take... Mamash, the tefillin is the same Kedusha of a Sefer Torah. And you're taking a Sefer Torah... Can you imagine taking a Sefer Torah and wrapping, wrapping a Sefer Torah cloth around your naked body? That's what we do. We, we roll up our sleeve and around our naked arm, we wrap the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah to show that our arms and our hands are kadosh for Hashem. And then we take the Sefer Torah and we put it around our heads because our heads, our thoughts, and our mind is kadosh Hashem. And this kid is in hell. This kid is thinking, kadosh Hashem. Now, every bachur goes through that. But at least you have the innocence at 13, at 14. And at some point, you do have that. that a lot of bachur get depressed. A lot of bachur. But they go speak. It's normal behavior. You speak to Rosh Hashiva, you speak to someone, hopefully an older person, whatever. But that's not a trauma. That's life, okay? But the trauma that a, a, a typical bacher goes through is once a month, once a year, once twice, it, it, and it's at the age, and it's proper, and he saw something, and he's not sure, and he feels, and this and that. You're talking about three, four times. You're talking about always. You're talking about it's as if at the age that he became activated and he had the material available to him, it's as if every single night there was a woman or a man in his bed for an hour, every night, and then they don't sleep properly, they don't develop properly. Their part of their brain is traumatized. And that's the trauma of early activation. So a lot of kids, let's say, are molested. And parents say, so what? He was seven years old, right? And a guy molested him a few times. Get over it. It's not just the molestation. It's another trauma. The fact that his engines are now turned on to sexuality and he's seven or he's nine or even 14 or 13. Or it's not supposed to be. And it's also, especially the kids who are molested by boys, or by men. They're now attracted because they were turned on by a man. So they're not, it's not vulgar to them. And they're attracted to boys at least as much as to girls. And they think they're gay. A lot of them are confused. And even if, besides the confusion, they're always surrounded by people of the same gender that they're reacting to as if they're the opposite gender. So they're always surrounded by things. They go to school and they see a bunch of kids sitting there and they're saying, oh, I wonder what it's like to kiss him. As if it's a girl. Hmm. So could you go to an all-girls school and be the only boy in the class? When you're already sexually knowledgeable and active and, and have already seen everything, could you concentrate? Absolutely not. You're going to say, oh, this one is a blonde and this is a this. You're normal. 30 girls. So this kid now is sitting with 30 boys in the classroom and he's attracted to them and he's wondering, was he looking at me? I'm looking at him. Did he notice me? Was it? It's, the mind is so busy with this. Maybe he wants me. Maybe he's attracted to me. Exactly like you would be with, in a classroom full of girls. And that's what happens. And that's why they go that cuckoo. That explains people who are gay. That's where it all started. Yes. Probably a lot of them were molested. A lot of them, their, their, their first interaction with sexuality was with a man or a boy. And therefore, they got turned on originally, and they, it feels good. Because even a kid, I'm not talking about rape or anything like that, but a lot of times it's gradual. Mm-hmm. And they go back for it. It feels good. Someone touched him, he feels good. But he wasn't ready to digest that touch. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't understand it. And he's just like, he wants it. Even a little baby, you can want something feels good. You massage a baby's feet, they're going to feel good. So it feels good, but you're not supposed to have that 
that that unwanted touch. You're not supposed to have that type of sensual touch, and they can't exactly. They can't digest it. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. I hate this example with a passion, but it's just such a I think spot on example. I have to say it. Okay, imagine that you have a boy who's the smartest bacher in the world. He's a masmid. He's 18 years old. He knows kalatarikul. He learns 18 hours a day. Perfect tzaddik of a boy, and then he starts learning kabbalah. What's going to happen to him? He's going to go nuts. Because his mind is not mature enough to digest mm-hmm. the information. This is even with Kabbalah, even with Tyre, even with a good thing. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk around, he's going to go cuckoo. He's going to see a leaf. Oh, it has five ends because Shem Elikim is five and the five is Matriyateva. Ateva, da, 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 da. He's going to go cuckoo. He's supposed to learn Kabbalah after 40. Because your mind is not able to digest that information, even though it's pure, it's Tyre, it's goodness. Your mind cannot digest that. The people have different minds at different stages of life. And a 16-year-old or an 18-year-old or a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old cannot, cannot digest that information. And they told us, and, and you could say, what do you mean? A 20-year-old is as smart as a 40-year-old. You could be as smart, but you're not as mature and you can't live with it. You can't live with it. This is the most spot-on example I could possibly tell you. It's great information for a 20-year-old, not even, because when, when the kids are exposed to porn, even a 20-year-old, it's shocking and this is out there and it ruins a lot of lives. But the idea, even, of just being attracted, okay, for a 15-year-old is okay. For a 5-year-old, for an 8-year-old, for a 10-year-old, for any age before you internally are ready for it, the shock changes your life, it, ru- it destroys your barriers, it pulls you into a world that you're not ready to digest, you don't know how to digest it, you react much crazier for that, and then you feel disgusting, dirty, and most of all, your mind is busy. Your mind is busy. You're obsessed with it, and you're surrounded by people, and now all of a sudden everything's a sexual object and everything, and then you feel creepy and and weird, and at the same time, we're imposing more, sit down and concentrate, and then all of a sudden they're distracted, they have attention deficit disorder. No, they're just really, like, busy. Okay, or they're hyper, or they're trying to get and find things and do things, and, and or distract their own minds, and that's why a lot of these kids start to drink. And you're not exaggerating. I mean, I, I'm hearing what you're saying. Not exaggerating it's at that, all. It's that. I, I I think if anything, it's worse. It's worse. Uh-huh. I think I think the shock of let's say you take a ten year old right and you you put him in a room, and you leave the room for half an hour and he watches pornography. I think you're going to have a very sick child. Mm-hmm. Who's not developed so properly? The mind will totally be consumed by it. Totally. Totally. Yeah, especially you know if it's available more often. But mm-hmm. and it, it's a shock. It's definitely we all agree it's a shock, and we all agree that it's a, a a very very big trauma. Question is how devastating is it? Well, the answer is to every child and every person it's different. Some kids can get hit by a truck while they're riding their bike. They get off the bike and they brush themselves off and they drive away. You say, wow. Another person breaks a leg, another person breaks an arm, another person breaks his neck. Another person is paraplegic, gone. Another person dies. So we can't know why one person from the same truck hitting them, you know, why he ended up in one situation versus another. The way he fell, how big he was. One guy was three inches taller, so he ended up hitting his head on the pavement, and the other guy ended up being, his arm was there. I don't know. Right? We, we can't know. Bottom line is that you can have ten different kids that go through the same trauma, and you'll have different results, right? I have a lot of parents that were traumatized, that were molested or raped, and they come here and they say, I stayed on the derech. Why does my kid, you know, because of that, why does it cause him to go off the derech? It depends on a lot of different factors. You take a baseball bat and you knock every window on the block with the same amount of force. 
Some are going to shatter, some are going to crack, and some are going to be fine. And you'll find that afterwards, that one of them, the guy tinted his windows, so it had that extra strength, so it's, it was fine. Another one, the guy had the air conditioning on very high, so, and the outside was hot, so it became very, the difference, whatever, and as soon as you touch it, boom, it, it, it burst. The, the texture of every person is different. The life of every person is different. The neshama of every person, the nefesh of every person, the fabric of every person is different to begin with. And then all the experiences change who you are. Some people have a lot of already pain beforehand. And then when something happens, they just can't, they're broken. Some people have a very high self-esteem. They could withstand a little bit of trauma and they can move on. Other people have a low self-esteem. So it depends on everything all together. The kid is the top kid matzliach in yeshiva and goes through something like this, maybe that'll be holding him because he's very, very matzliach. Or maybe he's going to feel so guilty and so bad that he's going to make it even worse and he's going to bust. There's all different ways. But the concept is, the enemy is two words, early activation. It's devastating. And the more you think about it, the more you'll understand how devastating it is long-term and forever.